Hi, my name is Mo, and thank you for joining me in another episode. Um, today, I've got a friend of mine joining me, Pastor Phibbs. And we're going to be talking about something that has bothered me my whole life. Ancestors and God, religion, the church. And I'm going to say Christianity because I, I personally don't think other religions are opposed to ancestors. I think that there are many other religions that are perhaps open to it, that do different things, believe in other different things. But Christianity has been the one thing that has clashed with my gift over the years. And I've been rejected by the church many times or felt rejected. Nobody ever said, hey, listen, you can't come here because you talk to dead people. Nobody has ever said that to me. I've just always felt like the message that was being preached at the church was rejecting me as a person and I never went somewhere and said yo listen I want to see dead people I want them to talk to me I want to dream about it so I'm recording this in the car with Pastor Phipps Pastor Phipps has got his own church that's correct Pastor welcome to the show thank you very much so I want us to start first and foremost which has always been the biggest question in my mind how do pastors decide go to Yazini I'm going to stand in a front of a bunch of people and i'm going to be like amen and all the women in the front are going to go amen tell me <laughs> where did it all start well you see um let me start by saying this um i think in in in, in the environment that we grew up mm. um it was almost as if if you can't find a job anywhere else just go and do um theology become a pastor and, and preach you know backstory so, Pastor Fabes is from Zim. I'm from Zim, <laughs> I'm from Zim. but but I think um, you know world over it, it, it has been something that people have been doing. Mm. You can't find a job. You feel you can speak to people. Just go to Bible school. Let them teach you a few verses. You come stand in front of people and narrate stories. That's how we've been we've been brought up. That's how we 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 knew that these pastors these you can be a pastor, you can be a reverend or a bishop, whatever you call them. Okay, so a, a quick question. I mean, before we dive into the subject, um, how do you go from being a pastor to a reverend to a bishop and all these things? Do you have to study? Is it like a number of years? Are there badges? Are there ceremonies? Do you guys graduate? Well, apparently they are. They are. Okay. You know, um, well, if you read the book of Timothy, you understand the requirements of one to become a bishop. Mm. There, there are certain requirements that are given there. We're not going to go into it right now, but. Mm. Um, there, there are certain qualifications you have to have. One of them, if I may just say, is that you need to be the husband of one wife and you should be able to control your children and all those things, right? A husband of one wife? Yes. Pastor Phibbs, out of interest, are you married? Not yet. Oh, okay. So, no, As handsome as I am, I'm not married. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me where it all started seven all years right. ago so where seven years you? ago um i was already in south africa and i had a pretty good job and yeah things were rolling very well but you see the thing is that when god wants you to save him you'll mm. find every means to bring you into the fold amen um it doesn't matter what you're doing it doesn't matter where you are if i tell you uh, you know if, if we talk about the stratum of life, I've been taken from one extreme to the other extreme. Okay. Where I used to be this one party animal, if there's anything like that. Um, um, yeah, it's 
adulting uh, and it's hard yeah, and <laughs> to to be on the other side mm. where i now see life the way i should see it and the way you should see it yes there, there is a way you should see life life is not all about having fun and doing all sorts of things or you know trying to get people to like you and all these things there's more to life mm. than all these things and i think the biggest problem that people have right now is that they are trying to buy people you know whatever they are doing whether it's career whether it's business whether it's um whatever it is they they are trying to buy people you know i think it's all perspective pastor phibs i think it's all perspective i, th- I don't think that um everybody sees the world that way i mean at the end of the day you are what you see the world as that's very true but i think our our generation have been given it who's our you're 40. (laughs) well it's still we were still in the same generation i mean we are living in the same time so we are one generation okay right so i think our generation has has gotten it wrong Okay. Where we truly believe that you can't make it unless if there are people who are running behind you and you know clapping hands for you and all these things. Um, okay, so um, Pastor Fibs, mm-hmm. I know you're gonna preach, so I wanna I'm talk. A preacher. I know mm-hmm. that. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen and amen. Amen. So <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about when when the light bulb moment went off in your head. You're like, yo. All right. So. Um, I'm gonna be throwing uh, scriptures every year, every now and then, of so course. that so that so that you understand where we're coming from. You see, um, in the in the Bible, there's a story that is being told in the book of Samuel, the first book of Samuel. Samuel is born and is given to the church, so he he's given under the priest of those days, mm. who was um, Eli, mm. right? Samuel knows nothing about God, knows nothing about church, knows nothing about serving. But he's being given to the church under Eli. Mm. So a day comes when God is speaking to him. He's calling his name. Mm. And because he has never experienced this before, Mm. he goes to Eli and he's asking Eli, did you call me? And Eli says, no, I didn't call you. So he goes back to sleep. The second time it happens again, he goes to Eli. Did you call me? He says, no, I didn't call you. Go back to sleep. Mm. The third time, Eli realizes that, no, this is not just a voice. God is actually speaking to this boy. But he doesn't know. So he tells him, the next time you hear this voice, just say, here I, here I am, speak to me. Right? This is Eli. Eli speaks like this because he has experience when it comes to the things of God. How God speaks, how God engages with his people. Right? So the third time when it happens, Samuel does exactly what Eli tells him to do. So he says, here I am, speak to me. And God begins to speak. Um, I don't want to, to to go into that because then it becomes in a whole. You understand? Yeah. But I want you to understand that when God calls you, the first thing that happens is that you need to have somebody who has already gone ahead of you, who understands how God operates. Mm. A lot of people are gifted. A lot of people are being called by God, mm. but because they don't have mentors, mm. they are being lost. Mm. For instance, I know you have told me your story. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm I'm just gonna give reference to it. Mm. You have told me that you you know that there is something about you mm. that is unusual. Mm. You you hear voices, mm. you have dreams, mm. and certain things happen to you. Mm. But now you don't understand this because nobody has really been able to tell you exactly what is happening to you. Mm. The few people that are talking to you 
are giving reference to ancestors. So they are saying that the dead people who are supposed to be our ancestors are speaking to you. Okay, Pastor Fibs, I need you to understand that my listeners are of um, very different views, much like you. Um, it is not everybody who is Christian, and it's not everybody um, who may or may not believe in any other religion. Understood. So, um, we need to respect people who do believe in dead people, who are our ancestors. Yes. So, um, okay, so this topic rose from... I mean, I was reading something on social media. Mm-hmm. And... Um, like it, it's been like up and about for the past couple of months where people are talking about how the Bible came to Africa to enslave black people and um, how our freedom was taken away and 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 you know the story so then the whole topic came up as okay so before the Bible came here what were people doing okay we had our own ways of healing mm-hmm. we had our own ways of interpreting things mm-hmm. we had i mean you could say worship or belief in things that we believed in and things that we worshiped mm-hmm. and um there were those things that have conflicting views to the bible the bible came and it directly said yo you don't speak to nobody who speaks to dead people mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so i mean those kind of views and what africans were and, and i'm saying africans i'm referring to the people that were here many years ago before mm. you know um so what is your view on that what do you think All is right. the issue what is this, this this there's this magic in the air this fight this tension in the air between our ancestors and god the church mm. Mm. what is it that we're not getting how do we connect these two things all right now you you need to understand that when we get used to a certain way of life it is always very difficult to change Um, that's why there's change management and all these things when we talk about business there's always a science behind it to try and get people to navigate from one end to the other yeah and i think um this is what a lot of people are suffering from Mm. change management Mm. we are being resistant to change Okay. Now, I want you to understand. You mean resistant to change, to, to change. start believing. To start believing. And I'm going God. there. I'm okay. going there. Now, understand this. The mm. Bible itself, in the Old Testament, mm. people used to do things in a certain way. Mm. It's called the Old Testament. It's called the Old Covenant. How God engaged with his people. Mm. Now, after the Old Testament, Jesus comes. Mm. And Jesus shows us a new way of life. Okay. And he would spell out what used to happen. For instance, I'll, I'll speak about this. Mm. Certain people came to Jesus and they asked and they said that Moses told us that if you want to divorce, you can divorce. Right? Mm. Mm. And they wanted to hear Jesus' opinion about divorce. Mm. And Jesus says this. In the beginning, it was not so. Mm. Right? But this was implemented because of the hardening of your heart you you did not comprehend this very well and you did not receive it very well that's why moses had to introduce another way which made you to be able to divorce you understand i I want you to understand what i'm saying i'm not talking about divorce but i want you to understand that there is a certain way things used to be done and because people could not comprehend it very well there were deviations they were they were you know certain things were reintroduced all right so jesus says that it was not so in the beginning mm. but because of the hiding of your heart 
Moses had to come and give you another way of doing things. Mm. This is what we are suffering from. A lot of people in Africa, particularly, they are now coming up. And, and it's very surprising because big names in the Christian fraternity are the same people who are, are, are running ahead with all these confusions mm. about the Bible. The Bible clearly says that the gospel will be preached to all nations before the coming of the Messiah. Mm. Meaning that there is a time when the Bible would need to be introduced to Africa. Okay. The fact that it was introduced by white people who had other hidden agendas does not necessarily mean that the Bible was not supposed to come to Africa. Okay. Right? Anybody who is sent, anybody who is sent, whoever it is, mm. if they are not the source of what we are doing, there is always room that they will twist the message okay. for their own gain. Mm. And this needs to be understood. Mm. We had missionaries that were coming from America and everywhere else to come to Africa to preach the gospel. Yeah. If they came to Africa and they saw that there were so many resources which they didn't have in, 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 in their countries, it is bound that they would use the gospel for their own gain. Does it mean that the gospel is wrong? No. It simply means that the messenger saw something of advantage. Okay, so, okay, okay. I understand what you're saying that the gospel may or may not be wrong okay i'm on the fence on this one but i think the bigger question for me right now after what you've just mm. said is mm. what about the ancestors pastor Fibian? now with with the question about ancestors let me tell you something the bible mentions ancestors mm. but the bible when it mentions ancestors it doesn't talk about ancestors being alive ancestors are only your blueprint from where you're coming from that's why jesus is called he is from the tribe of judah the tribe of judah is his ancestry it's mentioned in the bible we've but... got levites who are the ancestors of moses and and and, and the priesthood mm. all right mm. but the honest truth is that these people they they are there just to tell you where you're coming from and what what giftings could be in your bloodline like for instance the levites were called the priests so from moses until the coming of jesus we know that levites were the priests okay you cannot be a priest unless if your ancestry line is known you have to be part of the levites okay that's ancestry so... now hear this god is not the god of the dead did you hear that in other words god refuses to be the god of people who are gone okay now if we still call him the god of isaac and jacob mm. we are saying that we are calling him the god of the dead as we know it yes. but he says that as as long as you are under him you are not necessarily dead okay the biggest problem that we have is this People follow ancestors because they believe that anything that is supernatural has to come from people who have gone to the other side. Not necessarily, Pastor Phipps. I think that the opinion of, um, and I'm going to say this very boldly, mm -hmm. I think the opinion of Christians about ancestors mm -hmm. is that of the people who worship or believe in ancestors believe that dead people do things for them and i think that opinion is wrong it's very wrong it is not 
what happens. It's not what happens. We are acknowledging that these people have come and yes, they have gone. Much like Jacob, Samuel and Jesus. Mm-hmm. Is Jesus still here? Jesus is not here, but Jesus resurrected from the dead. And Samuel and Mary and all these other people all that died. All these people, they died. The Bible, okay. You, you see where the problem is, mm. um, Amo? Mm. A lot of people have not understood scripture. If they understood scripture, they would understand where to stand with the dead. Mm. Okay. The Bible clearly says that in the book of, uh, I think it's Matthew chapter 28, mm. when Jesus rose from the dead, the mm. Bible says that even the graves cracked open mm. and the dead people were seen on the streets of Jerusalem. It's the Bible. Mm. Mm. This scripture, a lot of people don't understand it. I don't know if they choose not to understand it or they just don't comprehend it. The Bible clearly says that as soon as Jesus died on the cross, mm. graves in those days cracked open right and when you are when he resurrected the third day dead people who died before him mm. were seen on the streets of jerusalem in other words they were walking we're going where this is actually the first time walking. i've heard of this okay but also I'm yes i know i know people really, don't people I'm, don't understand this this scripture well it's the first time i'm hearing of it because mm. mostly i i'm not really uh you know i read other books mm. but um it is the first time i'm hearing about it is actually true. The Bible says that. So, people, dead people were seen on the streets of Jerusalem. They were walking. Mm. What it simply means is that if your uncle was dead back then, you could actually recognize that that's my uncle. And then how long did they live for? Did they, did, did now, they evaporate now, into Now, you need to understand how scripture is written or how you need to understand scripture. All right? Mm. Scripture is written in such a way that it becomes a straight line from Genesis to Revelation. Mm. But it takes the spirit of God to make you understand. Mm. Jesus, when he resurrected, he met two guys who were going somewhere. Mm. And he joined in their conversation. They were talking about what had happened that weekend. Mm. And the Bible says that at the end of the conversation, Jesus himself opened their understanding Mm. to know the scriptures. Mm. In other words, you can't understand the Bible unless if your understanding has been opened. And it takes a supernatural opening. You understand? You know, I'm, I'm starting to feel like this whole Bible God thing is quite complex. It is not. It is not. All you need to do, all you need to do, ask the Spirit of God to give you direction into the Bible. Um, and a lot of people, that's where they are missing it because, listen, Isaiah wrote something that is very profound. Mm. Isaiah, he said that the Bible was given to the learned mm. and they were asked to read it. Mm. And they said, we don't understand it. Mm. Right? This is the learned. Mm. And then it was given to the unlearned and they said, we can't read. In other words, the learned and the unlearned, both of them could not understand scriptures. Mm. Why? Because it takes another form of understanding to understand scriptures. It takes the spirit of God. So you don't have to go to school. You don't have to be an intellectual. You don't have to be a wise man to understand the Bible. You need to be a spirit-filled person to understand the Bible. And how do you become a spirit-filled person? Right. Number one, you are called. There is a calling on your life, which a lot of people call the gift. When God separates you, the Bible says that you get separated, you got consecrated, and God grants you the the, the, the grace to be able to do these things. Mm. All right? I'm an example myself. I've never really been a Bible scholar. 
in fact i never went to the bible school mm. i've never been i've never done theology mm. but my understanding of the word of god even me i know it's it's extreme mm. Mm. because mm. i can pick up any scripture i can i can i can open it up mm. and i can relate it to the lives of people mm. in the now mm. and that cannot be done by it has to take the spirit of God. Mm, mm, All right. Mm. Now, there is a way. I'm going back to you know our story. Where yeah. The reason why we are actually doing what we're doing today. Yeah. You say you feel there's something about you. There's a gift on your life. Mm. And after a few consultations with people you think could help you to understand what is happening to you, you've been told that you need to go and get initiated because. The, your ancestors are speaking to you well yes that and i mean i've i've, I've spoken to an array of people um ranging from pastors to you know the other side and by the other side i'm not referring to the dark side i'm uh, talking uh, to the yeah. cultural side of my life of and um of course yeah obviously they 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 are they're different 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 perspectives and i'm going to tell you about the other side the cultural side mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people have this wrong a lot of people think that if somebody has a gift such of the one that I have, mm-hmm. then I should be sitting somewhere in a hot house and, you know, throwing bones everywhere. And it's not always necessarily the case. I think we forget that people who have gifts, before we had doctors in Africa, mm-hmm. we had traditional healers. Yes. They would mix whatever herbs and whatever. Those people are doctors. In fact, um, at home, my father still refers to a doctor as Ngaka. Yeah, and I've, I've, I've seen Ngaga. a lot of, I've yeah. seen a lot of um, uh, surgeries or whatever written Ngaka. Ngaka, yeah. exactly. And Ngaka can be interpreted into like a lot of things. Can be tra- interpreted into a sangoma or a doctor. Mm. But sometimes there, there are some things. Can I can I clarify this once and for all? Thank you. All right. Now listen to this. Um, traditional healers mm. they knew herbs they knew trees roots and whatever other because, things too because they dreamt yes. or they had visions they saw and, and they saw mm. and some they became traditional healers because of what we call tacit knowledge mm. they saw their superiors doing the same thing mm. and they learned from that and they became traditional healers. Which is very much like education today. Right. Mm. Perfect. Now, I want you to understand this. The Bible says it this way. Mm. In the Old Testament, before Jesus went to the cross, mm. the Spirit of God came upon people mm. and gave them inspiration. Mm. That is how the Old Testament was written. Okay. Right? So, the Spirit of God came upon prophets. Mm. and individuals in the Old Testament who wrote the scriptures. Mm. Because the Bible, in the, according to, to Peter's writings, he says that the Spirit of God gave them inspiration. Mm. It gave men of God inspiration mm. to write the scriptures. Mm. Right? Now, understand this. As a normal human being, there are certain things that you can never know because they are not given. Mm. You, will know, you won't know them because they are not given. Mm. You can only get to know them because they are given. Whether you sit in the classroom or whether you dream or whether you get inspiration from a a, a supernatural realm, Mm. 
they have to be given to you in order to know all right so we are agreeing mm. that this particular gift it's, it's, be, it's not natural it's supernatural and it is from you said god is the beholder of all gifts god is the father of all spirits great so mm. he basically ordained this gift on me so my question then my last question i mm. promise because we need to sh- shut this down but mm. um then what to do with it you need i gave you an example of someone the prophet uh pastor Phibs, i'm going to warn you mm. do not say mo i need you to be somebody who's in front of a bunch of people going amen and then a whole bunch of people in a crowd right, jump right. and say, I, I Amen. Yes. I can do that, you see. But sometimes when I when I speak about God, I, I get very emotional because I feel this is this is life, you know. <laughs> this is life. When 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 I talk about God, I I, I, I need to be understood. Okay. Right. So I, I, I always try to be, you know, I don't know what you call it, but anyway, fine. I won't call you more anymore. Our, our listeners listen <laughs> listen all right i give you an example of um samuel the prophet yes when god called him mm. he had no idea mm. so he kept on going to eli mm. until the third time when eli actually said to him this time when you hear the voice say here i am speak to me mm. samuel became the most accurate prophet in the old times mm. He became the one prophet that became a prophet and a judge at the same time. Mm. Right? Mm. But his beginnings, he didn't start from this one supernatural being. He needed to be taught. Mm. Alright? But what happens is that when you discover that there's something about you, mm. you, you really need to find a mentor. Okay. This is the only way it works. Unfortunately, some of us, we do find mentors, but they, they lead us astray because they want you to go in the way they think you should go. For instance, if you if you are going to speak to somebody who has had access in the realm of the spirit and they are not particularly on on the pathway of God, they will tell you it's ancestors. But the okay, truth but, is... Okay, but Pastor Febs, mm. I, I need you to understand that you're basically saying... And, and I mean, I understand why you would say what you're saying. Mm-hmm. that the path should be jesus amen um and why someone else would say it's ancestry mm-hmm. um but why could it not be the ancestry route? It, why does it have to be the jesus route? first of all let's hear this we talk about missionaries that brought the bible to africa mm-hmm. and we agree that these people came with the bible they had good intentions mm. until they saw something that could be of beneficiary to them. So, in, in essence, then I suppose then it wasn't good intentions. I think we can all agree whether the Bible came here for good or bad or whatever the case is. We can all agree that what happened during that time when the Bible came was terrible. It could have been terrible, but here's the thing. Not could have been. No. The yes, the it could have been terrible. Listen, okay. it could have been terrible. But you see, anytime God is on a mission, I've, I've always told people this. The plans of God are not eternal. They can change depending on how people receive them and how people align themselves to the plans of God. But his purposes are eternal. God will not change his purposes. He needed the word of God to come to Africa. 
a certain group of people came to Africa. They had intentions to bring the Bible and teach the gospel. But they saw something that could be of beneficial to them, right? And what they did is that they started preaching the kind of messages that we're hearing nowadays when people talk about seeds and tithes and all these things, right? It's not good. But it is, it is, we expect it. You know why? Because those people were messengers. They were not God. Now, what makes the, God, the word of God eternal and unchanging is the fact that some of us, we have received the word of God. We have done what the word says and we have seen results. This is what proves that the word of God is eternal. I hear you, Pastor Phipps. I hear you. I don't think this is something that will ever, ever, ever be concluded. It can be concluded, actually. I, I, I feel like we can never merge these two things. Here is what I can tell you. I urge people to look for God for themselves. And I agree with you. I agree with you. And in their looking for God, they must always look for encounters. This okay. is what grounds you in your faith, in your belief. Have your own personal encounter. I'm actually going to post this on Sunday because I feel like a lot of church went down here. Pastor Phipps, which church do you preach in? Your church? Well, I come from Remnant Koinonia Ministries. We are located in Florida. Okay. Um, if you go on Facebook, you'll find our page there. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of messages that we have preached and we've uploaded. Mm-hmm. If you wish to visit us, please feel free to do that. They, on our page, there's a, a number there. Just call us and we'll give you directions. Sounds like a good church. I think it is. It's God's church. So I'll link um, Pastor Fabe's church in the bio. Um, guys, thanks for listening. It's a bit controversial. Um, I think I'm not going to post for a while after this because I know, I know, I know. So thanks for listening and I'm hoping to see you on the next show. Thank you, thank you and thank you. Thank you.